0: Oh, wow. here <laughs> yeah.
1: we go. Born in Trouble.
0: In and out the frame, out your flame will make your
1: Hey. 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 Olive? Welcome to the 46th Olive? and a half episode of Born in Trouble. <laughs> and it's 46 and a half because your man forgot to press the record button. That was a hot 14, too. That was a hot 14. We're going to see if we can bring that back and do it even better this time. Nothing on the show is scripted. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring it back to the one, the only, the man who's representing the great state of Utah, which is number one in a lot of different industries, but especially internet pornography, Mr. Orlando Walters. I'm I i
0: representative New York. I don't I don't even have a Utah driver's license. So, you know, I I, I still haven't bought in. So, yeah, I rep New York. <laughs>
1: you rep New York. You still rep New York?
0: I still I still rep New York. I haven't bought in yet.
1: So, in other words, you haven't taken advantage of any of the great online deals that they have there that the rest of the residents of Utah are taking advantage of two for one no all the triple X material that you can actually like get No, you would think Not at all. you would think like, in, going back to what we were talking about before, you would think that in a state that leads the number one in porn, it wouldn't be a state where there's polygamy. There's plenty of action for you out there. You're polygamist.
0: Right.
1: When do you find the time to watch porn?
0: That's yeah. 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 I think, uh, I think, yeah, yeah, but you're still having missionary sex. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you're watching the pornography and you're still having missionary sex. Uh, well, maybe I assume. With, with two or three different wives.
1: I assume you say that because you've been in some of those rooms?
2: I'm saying, oh. you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe polygamy ain't what it's cracked up to be
1: Poly, polygamy isn't what it's cracked up to be and that's coming from a man from Detroit who normally liberates Quakers the <laughs> owner of City Wings
2: that's right 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan come down to get you some
1: come get you some wings Mr. Grant Lancaster was him. By the way, Grant is not really actually into the trafficking of Quakers or the freedom of them during Rump Springer It's just something that I see that, you know, could become a it's just an option there. I like to throw out there from time to time. It's sort of like reverse psychology to deter him from opening up that that trunk and allowing them to jump in whenever he's going to get his wings, Mr. Grant Lancaster.
2: Speaking of trunks, pardon me while I whip this
1: out. Just get the wings, bro. Just get the wings.
2: <laughs> Just the wings,
1: bro. So we've had a so we've had an interesting week this week. I'm a little bit up. I actually ended up taking a nap today, like the old person that I am. You know what they say when you get older? If you got to stay up late, that power nap becomes a thing. So I'm going to be up for a while. So I definitely took that power nap, and let me tell you. I guess this must be what Viagra feels like for some people, because I'm up and ready to go, ready to go. <laughs> I would not know what Viagra feels like, because luckily it still all works. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know. Is that should I say that? Should I say thank you, Jesus? That plumbing for that? is important. Huh? What?
2: Well, that plumbing is important. Yeah. yeah I don't know. If you can- can you thank Jesus these days? I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't
1: know if you can. I don't think you're supposed to.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't think you're supposed to. You might insult someone. Right. You know, you don't want to insult the... If you thank Jesus, somebody might say, no, Muhammad is the one that's in control of my PV." Muhammad had the... Or you could say, or someone else might say, no, it's Shiva. Right. Shiva's the God of death, though, so I don't think that it would be Shiva. So... I think it would be another deity or something like that that would actually be involved with that. But, you know, it's it's a it's, uh, you just like jump. We're going to jump right into it right now. We're going to talk about insulting other cultures because apparently Whoopi Goldberg insulted um a group of people this week by having a conversation about the um, misspeaking about the. Uh, well, you know what? I don't even know if I'm going to even describe that as misspink speaking. Um, And she's suspended for two weeks And my answer and my response to that Is going to get me in trouble Because I actually took the view out of my library this week It's no longer being recorded at my house So, you know, I may get punched in the eye later on in the week When someone tries to watch their shows You know <laughs> So all of you people who are out there on the watch for domestic violence I'd put my address out there But the view is getting shut down For at least two weeks And maybe even more Um, Did you guys see what happened With that comment Whoopi Goldberg And what she said Do you have any feelings on that As far as man's inhumanity to man Because I know personally My feeling about it is that It's something that I've actually Discussed before I think we've even had a Topic of discussion like this On the show before about um how people generally treat other people and that a lot of these cultural things are basically whether or not if you eliminated all the black people in this country and then they just like start focusing on hispanics or some other group it's always been that way um the whole idea of a culture being white per se when there were all these different cultures that are involved if you go to Yugoslavia, you have this group doesn't like that group or the former Yugoslavia, I should say. In England or the United Kingdom, you have Protestants that don't like Catholics and would actually bomb each other and kill each other. That's man's inhumanity in a man. And the way that they actually break it down is maybe not based upon a race per se, but a lot of times it is broken down in terms of religion or a group and things of that nature. So... Do you think that 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 a two week um, Do you think that a two week suspension was warranted for this?
0: Uh, no, I don't. from From what I heard, and I didn't. I didn't. And you know, I heard. A, I, I guess you know a snippet of what she said. I don't think she said anything wrong. Uh, but at the same time, we're in this cancel culture. In this uh, this this environment of hypersensitivity, um, so I, you know, I guess a, a punishment of some kind of some kind had had to have been shown, but I don't think she said anything wrong, from what I heard.
1: But did a punishment really have to be like meted out for that? She went on two two or three different shows and like gave apologies for something that. Personally, I feel like... um, I I think that was nice enough of her. Like, honestly, you misunderstood what I was saying. You misconstrued it. Or maybe I didn't make myself clear enough as to what I was saying or the entire intention of what I was saying. Why are we living in this world where something that is um, perceived to be wrong for one group and the fact that she's a black woman is another thing that really, like, kind of, you know, hits it at home. It reminds me of when... There was there was something that happened years ago with black people and black men. Oh, was it Rodney King or some I I don't know. If, I forget what it was, but um there was a there was a ruling in the favor of black people. Oh, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> How can I forget O.J.? <laughs> How can I forget O.J.? But I remember when O.J. got off and all I was saying to myself was, man, there's some brothers that's going to catch some shit for that. They're going to catch some heat because of that. You get pulled over right now and everything. Somebody's mad and and that's what we saw. We saw a lot of blacklash. Black you saw a lot of black people getting fired from jobs and cut because of the fact that they didn't like what happened with that. That was kind of the beginning of the waking up of um, what Charles Manson said. You know, Charles Manson, when he went out and he killed those people, he said the reason why he did it was to wake up Whitey. That's why he did it, to wake up Whitey. So with this, I see kind of a similar situation where, you know, this week what the conversation was, Joe Biden is going to put a black woman Mm -hmm. on the Supreme Court. And now this black woman comes out and says this and someone's mad and now she ends up Two weeks off. Maybe it's unrelated. Maybe it's not. But this is how they. This is generally what you have to be aware of as a black person in your community. When a black person does something that white people don't like, they're going. You're going to face racist backlash. And I really think that the response to Whoopi Goldberg is more racist than what she actually said. Am I wrong?
2: So I, I I'm I'm with you. I don't I don't and i didn't i haven't i haven't seen the clip i just kind of read uh read some of the articles without seeing the clip because i didn't need to see to me i didn't need to see the clip right knowing knowing what or having an idea of what she said i know that the full outrage was coming basically because of who she is and the show that she's on hmm. right i mean so i mean if if the country is, I mean, we they say we've been twelve percent of the population for, I don't know how long we've been twelve percent of the population, but anyway, mm. if it's eighty percent white people watching this show, and you know, you know, the Jewish Holocaust apparently is much more, uh, much more respected than the Holocaust that's still going on. Shout out to Chuck D for saying that, um, mm. but you know, it's it's viewed. It's it's a much more sacred thing to the majority of people. The, the the Jewish Holocaust is a much more sacred thing to people than the Holocaust of slavery. Mm. And I mean, you know, so so, and then if you if you're in that arena, you got to know that you get what you get. You know what I mean? If you say something off the wall in this culture that we're in, if you say something that people deem to be off the wall. Whether it's off the wall or not. Nick mm. Cannon, and particularly if you black. Nick Cannon, Whoopi Goldberg, um, you know, I mean Brian Flores now, you know, Hugh Hugh Jackson. I mean, it's it's coming out. The dom- the dominoes are, are all the dominoes are gonna fall. Mm. You know what I mean? I just I just I mean, I don't see what was so egregious about what she said. I found it I did find it interesting that uh She was actually suspended by a black woman. That's that. Actually, I thought that was kind of ironic. But
1: well, that's well. It's like they have that position. It's like you don't get to keep that position if you're going right. soft. You have to show that you're harder on you're hard and you're harder on your own. Like when people say right. that, and it's like when people say that and they make these points about this stuff. I think we all know that we all know where that lies. If she doesn't then they say, Well you're showing favoritism to Whoopi Goldberg because of who she is and because she is a black woman. And so if right. anything you gotta double down you gotta double down a little bit harder. It's very well that's we, what no, you we don't. Do. We do that's what we do. Right. But well,
2: we don't have to do that. We don't have to do
1: that. Well we choose to do it would be interesting if some if someone chose not to do it for a change to see exactly how it actually like played out. Like Orlando, like you're you're a great you're great at your job at, in investments and investing and everything. And like one thing that I love about you, you like just like all of us that come on this show is that you're outspoken to a lot of with in a lot of ways. To a lot of things. And um but why do you feel like you can be outspoken in a lot of ways sometimes?
0: That's a great question um, because <clears throat> you know I I too fall under this uh, this corporate um, what's the word I'm looking for I guess code of ethics where i I I I represent um, my company even on social media I mean there's a clause in our contracts where we are told that we are representing. The, the, company, even when we're on social media, um, even when we're, um, so forth and so on. Um, uh, but at the same time, I don't know, I, I think I've always, maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's some like trauma that I, that I have as a, you know, as a kid growing up on Long Island, um, mm. uh, with some of the things I had to go through where it's like, you know, I don't give a fuck. Mm. You no, know, I, you know, like I, I just don't give a fuck. Um, what, you know, what, what can be done? To, what, what really could be done to me? You know, at this point in my life, uh, for and and when we say outspoken, I'm talking about on social media because I definitely get into it with a lot of people, and sometimes I even go looking for it. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with probably some unresolved traumas that I have, you know, coming up where it's like maybe back then as a child, I couldn't say or do certain things, but now as a grown man, Mm. um, we're not letting that shit fly. Mm. We're just not letting that shit fly, you know? So I think that's probably where if I really had to, you know, stop and think about it, like I did, you know, just a minute ago, I would say that's where that comes from. Enough is enough. Like, Right. You know, it's twenty 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 two. Um the days of us just sitting back and just letting shit happen and and um turning the other cheek and and all that other stuff, those 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 days are long gone. Enough enough is enough already. Um oh. we need to really understand the power that we have, you know, um verbally, social socio and economically. Although I believe it should even be greater if we understood the power of us, really pulling pulling our resources together, um, we would we would be unstoppable.
1: Well, um, I would I would say like for you, like you're already like you know partially a giant. You're a very okay. tall person and everything, but you're also a giant in your industry and in your job. You know, this week you um, once again you're top performer in your area in your company or near the top. So I wanted to. Give you your credit for that and everything. Definitely appreciate that. You know, you're out there, you're doing these things. Do you think that if you weren't performing so well, you might actually get a little bit more heat because you're making, you're making people millions of dollars. You make people millions of dollars when you give this investment advice, you're giving wealth. So it's, um, you know, do you think that there's a, a measure of acceptance there?
0: No, nah, I don't, I don't think, I don't
1: think that has anything to do with it. Okay. Um, and you know what? Uh, yeah. You, you know what? Yeah. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I don't even want you to go any deeper into that answer. You know, I just want to leave it right there. <laughs> no, seriously. You know what I'm saying? Because I, listen, we see what they do to Whoopi. We see what they, what happened with Brian Flores this week and everything. And I have to give Brian, we, of course, we're going to talk about Brian Flores And his whole situation with the Rooney Rule, which was something that was instituted by Pittsburgh Steelers, who actually still have their coach, um, Mike Tomlin. Is it Mike Tomlin? That's his name, right? 20 years. Never had a losing season. 20 years. And he happens to be the only black coach in the NFL right now. The only black head coach in the NFL. Lots of coordinators, lots of defensive defensive or offensive coordinators dotted in the landscape every now and then here or there um they'll allow you to use your mind for that, but as far as like being the head coach, there's not there aren't any places here and this guy basically I say Kaepernick this career this week, meaning that he decided that his he's still at the the peak or the top, you know, Kaepernick at the time when he decided to make his decision. He was a top quarterback. You could argue with people online all day long. Fuck them. This guy took his team to the Super Bowl. So a quarterback who was that young and that good and getting so much better and getting better every year, any argument that he wasn't a good quarterback or he wasn't at the top of his game is disingenuous. It's disingenuous. It's just you're just basically trying to cover up the racist acts of of that organization which is why I really like um I was very happy that the 49ers got knocked out this weekend. I don't watch football um as much as I used to, but when I see, whenever I see the 49ers and Nick Bosa go up for anything, I don't give a fuck. I don't care who they're playing. They could be playing the Cowboys, I'd, I'd actually root for the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl before I would the 49ers. And uh, that's um that's something that's real with me because of what happened with Colin. But Brian Flores, I say he this his career because they're saying all these different things about why he didn't get he doesn't get along with players. Well, it's come out this week that the owner offered him money to actually lose football games, which is basically a loser's thought process. When you're playing any sport, when you teach losing, that's what you get. It doesn't just affect those players this year. You can't say, don't try this year, and now you're going out the next year and say, Okay, now we're gonna actually try. No one's gonna believe you. It's it's counter to the message of sports. It's counter to everything. So, despite everything that he was put through as a coach, and when you watch that, the only reason why I know anything about Miami and their quarterback is because in their situations, because their quarterback came from Alabama. I'm actually an Alabama fan. I've been an Alabama fan before all the rest of you motherfuckers jumped on the jumped on the bandwagon. You know, I can quote to you from from Mike Shula. To from Mike Shula to um, my man Walter Lewis and everything going back in the seventies. I've I've been rooting for him. I had a running bet when Alabama played Penn State in a in a yearly series. So if you could tell me what year that is, then you could talk shit to me. I collected money back in the eighties, rooting for Alabama. Them is my boys. Alabama. the Wackabama, whatever, Wackabama. and I got to I got to tell you, like honestly, I don't follow them as closely as I used to because I like the team better when there was more of a struggle. Now this year, when we come in, in every year, it's like every year we get all the five star recruits, we get the best players out of out of the country, and everything takes away kind of the the love for the team for me personally. I still root for Alabama. But I'm not as hardcore Alabama as I used to be because now we're the front runners and everything. Right. So I don't really necessarily like being the front runner. So that's just me personally. But Tua was their quarterback and they had this guy all year long on the trading block. They were talking about trading him for the guy in Houston. So if you're a coach and you gotta manage that situation, you gotta manage all these players and all these different situations, your ownership wants you to lose, so you know the GM ain't not really necessarily Work 100% to get you players that you need At all points in times And this guy had a winning record In four seasons Under those like conditions If I'm an owner or I'm a GM in, an, in the National Football League That's the guy I want to run my team He comes from a Bill Belichick chick tree And he just got done coaching a team That is like Notoriously hapless And he has a winning record For four seasons I think the biggest scandal Is the fact that he even has to fucking File this lawsuit in the first place You want to talk about A country where it's supposed to be Merit based The fact that He's even having this conversation Right now is fucking ridiculous And the reason why he can't get a job Is because those back Room conversations When the owner says I wanted him to take And I offered him money And that n-word still wouldn't do it Still wouldn't comply. What do y'all think about Brian Flores? 40 years old, falling on his sword. You
2: know, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a junkie. I still, I still watch the NFL, even though I know they be on some racist bullshit. Um, It entertains me, right? I I do. I work hard when when it's time to chill. One of the best things I can do is watch a football game. That being said. Uh, fuck the NFL. I think I think Brian Flores. I think Brian Flores is exposing. I wouldn't be surprised if he turns up dead. Brian Flores is exposing some shit that the NFL has been trying to cover up for years, with the Rooney Rule, mm-hmm. with uh, you know these these uh, what you say fugazi, these fugazi interviews that they've been giving these black coaches. Ever since they instituted the Rooney Rule, mm-hmm. and the closest thing to the fix being in is an owner paying a coach a hundred racks a game to lose. <laughs> That's the closest thing to the fix being in, bro.
1: A hundred racks.
2: So yeah, and and I, if Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson just came out and said, yeah. Same circus, different clowns. I had the same situation
1: Mm -hmm. and I got receipts Mm -hmm.
2: and I got receipts.
1: Mm -hmm. And that team, and the team that he coached, he went on and he, it was two, they were a two and like 14. He was like two and 14 for the Browns. But the interesting thing about that is that before he did that, he was the interim coach of the Raiders before he got that job. And what ends up happening before he gets that job is that he actually won games for the Raiders he was a winning coach for the Raiders in the interim position mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he comes over here and this is what's going on that's crazy it's nuts it's like you know if that's not a, if that doesn't pretty much show you that he was tanking and in, in that situation, what do you do? you know it's obvious they're hiring these guys, and why are they why are they hiring the black coaches in order to pay them off? They're not hiring the white guys. Like you know, they hired Hugh Jackson. They told him to lose games. He loses games, and then they fire him for losing.
2: Well, so it's like it's like you said. So so everything you said about Brian Flores, all the reasons why you would as a as an owner, he's the type of guy that you would want to run your program, right? You would think. However. Due to the fact that all the owners are fucking eighty years old, and niggas ain't been nothing but entertainment to them for their whole fucking lives, mm. you don't want you don't want that guy to run your. You want a you want a white guy like that guy, but you don't want that guy to run your franchise. You feel me?
1: But where are you gonna find? I, I, where are you gonna find a white guy like that guy?
2: It I don't. It, it don't matter. I'm gonna just keep giving white guys a shot. Eventually, eventually I'm going to hit on something. He may not be, he may not be the, the the perfect candidate. He may not be, you know, whatever, whatever. But if I get, if I get this dumb fuck and put him at at GM and get this dumb fuck and put him at coach, maybe they dumb fucks offset, and you know I get I catch lightning in the bottle one year.
1: Losers. You know?
2: Yeah, I yeah. mean that's that's kind of that's kind of the the, the the formula.
1: Orlando, yeah, any thoughts on that?
2: Well, yeah,
0: a few things. <clears throat> One, um, if these owners are tr- trying to pay off these coaches, Brian Flores and Hugh and, and whoever else, um, that's an, I, I believe, that's a, a, that's a federal crime. Mm. And that when you have sports betting and all that other stuff going on, um, that, that, that almost sounds like racketeering. So... Um, I I hope that that's not going to be lost in all of this, and that's going to be investigated as well, Um, because that's, uh, you know, that shouldn't be that shouldn't be taken lightly that these owners are telling their coaches to tank games when there's hundreds of millions of dollars um, in sports betting involved with this. So that's 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 first thing yeah I, I kind of look at the money angle of things first i guess
1: right? yeah i didn't I didn't even think about that second, if you if you voted or if you um bet money on the browns when who Jackson was a coach, you have a lawsuit right right yeah right. well go ahead the second thing you know, and, especially,
0: and, I, and, and, and I hope he didn't take any money I mean because you know now he's culpable as well but um then the second thing you know yeah Brian Flores he Kaepernicked to his career. I mean, he did. Um, I, I'd be surprised if he ever received a job as a as a head coach again in the NFL. Um, let alone a, a coordinator or anything like that. He's he's going to be blackballed. But I think he knew that and he understood that when he came out with the uh, with the
1: lawsuit. I don't even think he gets a job as an analyst uh, on any show. I don't even think he's on a pregame show. I don't think he does anything. No. I don't think that they hire him. They don't want to give no. him a platform on a daily no. basis. No.
2: If, you're against, if you're against the Shield, that's... No, you, he's done. Out. Yeah. But he, he, he's he done. said, though... He's done. Or, and or, and, and he and knew that. Or, yeah, from what I read in the article, he he addressed that. He said, I know, I know this is career suicide, but... Look, the only the only way it's gonna get better the only way it's gonna get better is if somebody falls on the knife, falls on the sword or whatever. Right. And he he said right. he's willing to fall on the sword. Right, right.
1: Um I'm I'm fucked up by that whole but, situation. And more
0: people in his position need need to do that. And more people in his position need to speak up and do the same thing. Um, but you know, a lot of a lot of men, a lot of people aren't going to do that. There's too much money involved, but more people
1: have to do that. Mm. Sellouts don't understand that. They don't understand the. They're like sort of like the people, with, you know, the value of everything, but the the price of everything, but the value of nothing. And what Brian Flores did was like he put up his value as an individual and a person to a level where it's untouchable. And, and America hates that. America hates that, especially coming from a black man. Well, the fact that he would stand on a moral platform, a moral high ground, and say that, "nah, your money don't mean shit to me. That's everything that they work against. Everything, that, everything tells you that the money is the success. And without the money, there's no success. And Brian Flores is a 40-year-old coach. He's worked as an assistant. I'm sure he's made a pretty good living. And he's going to win this lawsuit. They're going to settle the lawsuit with him. They're going to, they, they, they have to and everything, but it's just terrible. It's just terrible. It has to happen. And the fact that my giants are actually involved in this, you know, that's even, that's even worse. But you know, the giants are an organization where they haven't given a, they won't give a black coach a shot to run the organization. But the last time we won a super bowl, that team was put together by a black GM and people don't like to even acknowledge or even remember that. And Jerry Reese, three years later, was unceremoniously dumped as GM of the team because they were eight and eight and seven and nine after that and like pretty much a, a mediocre squad afterward. And you wonder how much that actually has to do with the coach, you know, Tom Coughlin, who had been there for a long time and had worn down a lot of the players. And how much was actually his fault? And since Jerry Reese has left that organization, that organization has struggled mightily, struggled mightily, and no one mentions this. What they did in this situation, I understand it completely. You know, this is an old boy network signing. They got the guy from GM from Buffalo, guy from Buffalo, Born in his guy from Buffalo. That's the way it worked. If I get a job. I'm bringing you with me. And that's the way it happened. So that, should that,
2: That's the way it should work. Right. I'm, not, I'm not mad at that.
1: Me either. Me either. But should we have this Rooney rule? You know, the whole point is like, why are we trotting this guy out here? Like a show pony for a show he doesn't have a shot with. And to me, like personally, the way I look at it is that not only should you not trot him out there, this is an accomplished coach. Would you do that to Bill Parcells back in the day? Would you do that to Belichick back in the day? A coach who has proven to win with adversity, and you're going to bring him in as a token? You know, it just just doesn't sit right. It's just not good. And the NFL is missing out. We're going to miss out on a great coach. That's the way I look at it. Because anyone who can win games in the situation that he was in in Miami, I think he deserves a head coaching job in the NFL. And instead, we're going to get more mediocre less um, qualified, duller intellects running teams. And Brian Flores is going to be something different. He's going to be a social icon for however long that lasts. But, you know, people aren't afraid of these things. You know, this Whoopi Goldberg situation, the Brian Flores situation. I see a pattern here where they no longer really fucking care about what happens because there's so much control of it. Of, of the civil rights movement You know one of the things that happened When they got rid of Malcolm X And Malcolm X and Martin um, Luther King Back in the 60's Was there was a saying That there was a pact that There would be no more black leaders That would ever be That would be ever allowed to flourish In the United States of America And it seems like they've kept their promise Between propaganda Between you know The, the need to be perfect as a person, in order to move forward, to hold black people to standards that no one else is held to in this country. The only way Obama was president was because he was damn near the perfect person. He had to be damn near perfect in order for him to even get a job. This is what America is for black people. And it's a tough standard to live by. And it's like you have to question yourself, you have to ask yourself as a man. And as a person, do you want to, please, now you're really living for other people. If that's the standard that you're trying to live by, you're not allowed to be yourself. You know, I personally don't want to do that. You know, I'm not a bad person and everything, but every now and then, I may want to do some crazy shit. You know, does that make you less of an individual? Well, I guess it depends on what your race is. And who you are, certain guys can do certain things and you look that differently than everyone else and that's part of what's wrong with this country um what's wrong with this country is like something like struck me and I just want to get you guys opinion on this because I was thinking about this this week and it's about censorship and about fascism first of all, what the fuck ever happened to antifa does anybody talk about antifa?
0: Not no yeah you yeah no nobody mentions Antifa anymore.
1: It's not a thing. So it's like, and then the name Antifa is like anti-fascism, and the reason why I, I don't think about it is like you know, despite being told I was a member of Antifa like a hundred times, whenever you would like say anything about something, Now you're probably in Antifa, you know, but whatever. But um, I don't know whatever happened to this organization. And it kind of shows that it was something that was drummed up. They were saying that it was like a lot of people were saying like the whole group is an op and things of that na- nature. And then there was this thing this week about this guy, D. Ray McKissick, who is, um, who is like who is like uh, very active, who was active in Black Lives Matter on the national level. And it comes, comes out that they have something like a $40 million um, fund of money and none of that money has gone to help a single civil rights cause in the United States. Not a single cause, but they have this great big coffer and apparently this money is being like held and shared by and being like held up by white liberals. So they create this thing, people invest in it, you pay off a couple of people at the top, keep your mouth shut, and the work continues with less resources. And this is the way that civil rights works in the United States of America. No wonder why they're not scared. They're not scared of black people anymore. There's no reason to be afraid because you can control them through your pocket. And that's why a guy like Brian Flores is really huge. But what occurred to me this week is that we're actually doing the work of fascists on both sides in this country. One side wants to ban Joe Rogan. From Spotify then they make a big thing about it and you got people like taking their music artists taking their music off of uh, Spotify that platform because they want to censor what Joe Rogan has to say and then on the other side you got people who are um, doing the same with Whoopi Goldberg she's wrong you know because of what she said and you've got the right that's screaming for her head and then you've got 250 books at um, different a different school that are being taken off of in Texas, taken away from students because of references to race, LB, LGBTQ, money, unfairness, um, all these things that they don't want people to actually like be able to take in and parse and actually go through and bring out and like you know discuss process. That's the word I'm looking for to process properly. So how do we so it's like one side is actually doing censorship on one level. This side's doing censorship on another level. And what's happening is censorship. And now it's fascism. If you believe in a deep state, how could you not believe that you're being moved around? When you start screaming and you talk about like, you know, listen, I don't like what a lot of these people say. You know, I'm not going to fuck with Joe Rogan. I'm not going to listen to his show. He's got a little bit of a racist shit. I think personally, homeboy, he's, got a, he's a black belt. He's probably been kicked in the head one too many times. Okay? But people like that shit. So, let them get their Joe Rogan. Let them have him. And everything. I always felt like the way you handle that is that you don't deal with it. You don't talk about it. You don't you know, I'm not listening. Like we, we're never going to be able to have a conversation about what happened on this show because nobody listens to this shit. No, no. Do you listen to that shit?
2: <laughs> right.
1: You know. But the
0: the thing with Joe Rogan is it isn't it that it was he was spreading misinformation, right? Because it's 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 not that it's it's not his whole platform that's the issue. It's the misinformation. Of the uh, you know the virus, if I'm
1: not mistaken. Right? If you take your virus, inf- okay, go ahead, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead.
0: No, I'm just saying, isn't isn't that isn't that his issue? I mean, isn't that the, yeah? That's uh, the, the, that, the issue with him.
1: That's the main thing. But if you if you're taking your virus information from Joe Rogan, and like this is the guy that you're listening to, you probably deserve what you get. You know, right. it's like it's not it's not. It's not society's job to tell you who you can listen to and who you can't listen to. Is my point. If you want to listen to a former kickboxer, MMA guy, um, comedian, and you want to listen to him for your advice on what to do, for if you you know for if you want to hear a show about how to take properly take horse medicine to protect you from COVID. Isn't that Darwin at work? You know, y'all don't don't understand. Like, you're you're actually stopping the species and the process of the species. Why Why are you trying to save these people? Because, like, his audience is white? I bet you if his name was Muhammad Akbar and he was giving the same information, you would not have the, and most of his audience was black and Muslim, you would not have the same outrage for taking him off the air. Even if a show was number one. Because it would be number one in a different demographic. So why why are why why the need to, to tell people what to listen to and what to do? Why why are we in the situation where fascism is running Antifa doesn't exist now. Anti fascism. So we're left with fascism. This, Welcome to this, America. This is
2: where the country is going the 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 powerful people run the country they they dictate what's going on and they it it doesn't help their cause to breed people to think what helps their cause is to breed people to do what the fuck they're told right so of course you don't you don't want people thinking on on a deeper level you want to control what they're thinking about. You know what I mean? Television program, radio program, you know, like all this stuff is designed just to keep you, just to keep you in line. Right. It's like, it's the matrix. It's the matrix, right? If if you, everybody knows that we, we know that we in the matrix. It's just, do you want to get out or not? Most people will choose to not get out and they'll do everything they can to make sure that they stay inside of the matrix because it's, there's comfort in there. Even though you're not going to get everything you want, there's still comfort in there because it's what you already know. It's difficult when you go out on that limb not knowing what you may get. So
1: so you're saying Joe Rogan is a wild card? You don't know what you're going to get with him and that's why they want to no, shut no, him down? I'm
2: saying, I'm saying what I'm saying is Joe Rogan is... Joe Rogan is the reason they're trying to shut Joe Rogan down is because Joe Rogan has an opinion that goes sometimes goes against what what the powers that be want want out there sometimes
1: but Not the powers time. that be gave him that big contract though
2: yeah they right. made they, they,
1: they made it possible they for Joe Rogan to be Joe Rogan
2: they did and they did but i mean you know sometimes it's like you know uh Dennis Rodman. You know what I mean? You give Dennis Rodman the, the contract because you want to get the championship. Sometimes if you get the championship, you got to take what comes with the, what comes with getting Dennis Rodman. You know what I mean?
1: Which was crazy.
2: Right. So.
1: I miss Dennis Rodman. He was an individual. Yeah. Are we allowed to be individuals, Orlando? In you know, is, is Joe Rogan like more about, is canceling Joe Rogan more about, um, Changing individuality, reigning individuality in, or is it about um, the people who actually believe in him? Is it about free free reign? Because what they're actually arguing when it, when you argue for Joe Rogan having a show, you know that's a that's a cult too. Those people are kind of cultish in their behavior too. So what is it?
0: I mean, <clears throat> I don't think we're um, we listen we're we're in a society, in a culture where every where where everybody is extremely sensitive there's so much hypersensitivity to what other people are saying and doing, and everyone's so easily offended, okay, like you said earlier, I couldn't tell you. I didn't even know Joe Rogan was on Spotify until, uh, a, you know, a few days ago. I knew nothing about Joe Rogan other than he w- he used to be the, the the host of uh Fear Factor. He was the he's an announcer on, on 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 UFC. That's the only thing I knew about him.
1: He was the funny guy on just shoot me to me. I was like, "Oh, he's on UFC?" He was like one of the he was yeah. like on in an ensemble cast. That's what we was to yeah, me. I don't
0: even. I don't even. Yeah, I didn't even know this, that show that you're referring to now. So, but my thing is, you know, we're so sensitive, man. As is, it's like everything is offensive. Every single thing is a, like, like you can find fault and 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 offense in everything and anything that anybody does now.
1: Unless you're black, you no, know, you
0: can't talk about. Um. No, because like, I think even sometimes you know, yeah, yeah.
1: Unless you're black, you can't you can't be you can't be offended if you're black and you're offended, then you're you're just problematic. You know, Whoopi Bol- Goldberg is problematic because she's got opinions that are that are culture that are counter to the rest of the stream. You know, now in order for you to be actually. Um, to stand out, you have to actually stand for what they stand for. And as soon as you say anything that's counter, then <sighs> your head is gone. You know, Joe Rogan, I don't give a fuck about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's gonna be he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. Oh, he's gonna be fine. He's he ain't, yeah, he ain't going nowhere. He's made enough money and all this other stuff. You know, Whoopi is an older woman. You know, I was really offended for her. You know, honestly, with the way that it was that with the way that it was broached, you can't you can't have you can't misspeak and be a black woman in America. And I think a lot of the backlashes, like but basically, that
0: isn't anything new though, but but that isn't anything new. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, we've always, in some sense, had to watch what we said. Right? That isn't something that's new to us.
1: I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. The problem is that these people act every time like it's fucking brand new. They act like it's brand new. They act like what Whoopi said is like something like, you know, this is like that whole statement, man. It's like, to me, it's like what she was saying, what she was getting at was a much broader conversation about humanity on the whole. Y'all are all fucked up. It's not just this white group. It's not this Hispanic group. It's not this religious group. It's not. You're all fucked up and everything. And people don't want to hear that coming from a black woman. They don't want to hear that. You know, now in the 60s and the 50s, when the black woman was the one that was actually raising your fucking kids, you know, you wanted to to you wanted her to to install a certain amount of morals and activity amongst your kids, but even your kids that they were raising, they grew up with the understanding that my black mammy is my black mammy. She's my mammy. She's got a place. She'll never be my black partner. She'll never. She's not on the same level as me. And this whole black backlash about like, you know, I hear these people talk and they say, oh, well, it's so wrong that they're going to have a Supreme Court justice that's a black woman. And they're just like disqualifying everyone else from at that point in time. What the fuck you think Trump did when he like hired all these white men, and he said that we're just going to have all white men in the cabinet that are in charge of everything, and a couple of white women, and everything. We're not going to hire any black people. We're not even going to consider this diversity thing. We're not considering people based upon their merits or their quality or what they can how they can actually do the job. We just want white guys here. And that wasn't a big deal to them. That didn't press any buttons. It didn't upset anything and everything. But now we're going to have a black... And black women are the most educated group of people in this country. You have Asians that are on the top academically. And you have black women that are collecting more degrees per capita than any other fucking group in this country. You You have a problem with a black woman becoming a judge when they've earned this shit. They've earned this shit. All you want to do is you want to see them pop their booties and everything. You like to see them dancing and act in a certain way. But the simple reality of the fact that they have more degrees than any other group and they're collecting them and they still are on a higher level. You don't even want to have that conversation. You just want to say, oh, it's just wrong because they're not representative don't you think that the most educated group of people in this country should be represented in one of the most one of the most um, intelligent groups of people in this country that are making decisions about everything in this country you think that they should be excluded just because of the fact that they're black women this is the way these seats are taken if you have a Dem. If you have if if that's the case, if that's what you're saying, I have a problem with Republican presidents picking Republican people who are Republicans to be judges. It's the same fucking thing. Where is the difference? Where's the difference?
0: The difference is the the, the difference is is that he he you know their issue is this is what they will say is that he you know he. He made the announcement, you know, that regardless if whatever it was or, you know, he was going to name a black woman. Right. As if as if there are. No black women who would be qualified to hold the position of, uh, you know, on the Supreme Court. Right. There are plenty, I'm sure, who are overqualified or just as qualified as anyone who's on there. But you know the thing is, he showed his cards, um, and that's what happens when you show your cards.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, Sarah is almost flown by. So I want to ask you a market question here, Orlando. Meta crashed today. That shit crashed. How are you feeling about that with the new with the plans to go a hundred percent? Um, on to meta and the new metaverse. And today, that shit tanked. What are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I think it's a great time to pick up some meta. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: watching it. I'm watching it, and and I'll and I'll tell you, I don't understand a lot of that metaverse stuff, and that you know, I don't, I don't get all that, and I don't need to get all of it. Um, what what I do know though is what, what makes money. Um, Facebook or metaverse dropping the way that it has, that's a great opportunity to, uh, buy, um, a stock that isn't going anywhere. Um, you own it in, uh, in your mutual funds, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but this is a great time to buy it indiv- as an individual stock. Um, I know I'm picking some up, uh, this, uh, next week. Um, so I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I see it as a buying opportunity.
1: You hear that grant? You probably met it this week. Yes, sir. I know. That's the first thing I thought.
2: <laughs> Look, you got, you got to, you got to strike while the iron is hot.
1: I'm going to listen. If I call anybody, if I'm, I'm just hoping that my other friends who listen, who listen to the show, don't listen to the show before I call them and say, Hey, can I borrow 500 bucks tomorrow? Because. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, I gotta build a pay. right? And really, what I'm doing is buying Meta. You'll get your money back when the stock goes back up,
2: maybe. And it will, maybe. Yeah, it will, it's it been, will. It's been crazy. It's been crazy
1: lately. It's been crazy. We have all these crazy things going on. We got ice storms in Dallas, knocking down uh, different, knocking down power land. But you know, climate change isn't real. You know, we don't have that conversation. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, remember we used to have those conversations on Facebook and people would like say the funniest things about climate change being a joke. <laughs> you guys are real funny. <laughs> How you feeling about that now? Huh? How you feeling about it now? You know, people are, it's it's funny, but it's sad because people are going to die. People are dying.
2: Isn't that the point, though?
1: That people that should the, die.
2: The, the the one the one the one percent in in their edict that you know there's too many people on the planet. Yeah. So. Yeah. If that's the case, some people got to die.
1: Yeah, we won't even get into COVID and how that plays into it, or the vaccine, or any of that stuff. We're going to leave that one alone today. So you know, hey, and we're even going to end the show because we've had a great conversation today. I'd like to thank you fellas for showing up today. You know,
0: i of Well, yes. Thank you for, thank you for the invitation. I always appreciate, uh, you know, good conversation with, you know, intellectual brothers who have, uh, you know, who are okay with not being in an echo chamber and, uh, you know, uh, sharing some ideas and some thoughts where,
1: where? where's the intellectual oh great <laughs> 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 yeah i love i love having conversation with y'all. i had a lot of um talks and i'm like this is a you know i'm i'm really like you know in um grasping this male therapy theme that we have once a week where we get on and we get a lot get a chance to get some of this stuff off of our chest and Keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. I've got all this. I've got this great business thing that's coming up that I'm working on like mad. And that's why I'm like awake. I'm, I'm sure y'all are probably shocked because, like, you probably haven't seen John this week in probably 15 years. You know, I am completely, like, tagged in right now. I am, like, ready. Send the ninjas now. I got him. I got them. I'm up and I'm ready to go, but you know, I love I love talking with y'all. You know, um, I did want to. It's like normally I try to stay away from the popular culture stuff with topics so much, but there's just so much stuff going on right now with these positions and these people and these thought processes, and it's just all wrong. There's like all this like wrong stuff and these wrong thoughts, and I just think that um, on a spiritual level, that I feel like people are actually like they're. Um, Digging their own graves spiritually Because you can't walk around Saying one thing and doing the other And expect things to work out That 1% shit Or whatever you want to talk about I'm not really concerned with all those things Because they're not in my life Y'all brothers are in my life Thank God And everything And I love speaking to y'all And Orlando I'm glad that you're feeling better After your, after your fight with COVID That's what I wanted to, I actually didn't want to Ask you about that But we're almost out of time, but you know, I'm glad that you're feeling better. I know that was a tough that was a Thank tough you. battle that you had.
0: Yeah, well definitely definitely was not a joke. Um uh it uh yeah, it's it's it wasn't a joke for me. And 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 I and I had mild sy- symptoms as they would define them as, but uh to me there was nothing mild about
1: it. Mm. And you are vaccinated. So I I am vaccinated. I just got got done having a conversation on the other app about this, and I was saying, like, listen, you know, vaccinated, unvaccinated, I have no problem with it. I have a problem with you rooting for people when they're vaccinated, getting sick, or when they're unvaccinated, getting sick. You know, I don't know how you're going to resolve that with your maker when you come back and you say that you were rooting for people to die Mm -hmm. just because you felt one way or the other and everything. I'm for us. And we all do what we have to do, what we feel is right. And we don't all know what's going to happen. Nobody has the answers, exactly 100%. And, you know, we see people who are sick get, get, who are unvaccinated get sick. We can see people who are unvaccinated get sick. You know, be a good person and worry about everything else. You know, so thank you, Orlando, for showing up. From Utah, home of porn. Mr. Orlando Walters. I'm Yo, sorry. Let
0: me go put some porn on that house.
1: I said that wrong. Home of internet porn usage. Yes. And the Church of Latter day Saints. All right, it's, 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 it's
0: all love. <laughs> again, appreciate Appreciate the invite.
1: Hey, man. Listen, we, we got to have you. We can have you back again if you'd like to come back next week. You know, Mr. Brooks is traveling. He ain't got time for us anyway. He's too busy negotiating with the ghost of all these people down in the great Southwest. Leave me alone. Don't bring me back in time. I'm not going to be locked up. Please, sir. Anyway, he's going to appreciate that one. And (laughs) from Detroit, the owner of City Wings.
2: 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan.
1: The best wings in Detroit, Mr. That's right. This That's
2: side right. of everything.
1: This side of every day. Especially since I can't say, Mr. Grant Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Mr. Grant Lancaster. I love having you guys on the show this week. Next week, we're going to have something a little bit uh, different, you know, less popular um, opinion, because you know, everybody's got an opinion, but I got to, I guess, I just got to, tell you y'all yeah, just like you you fucking up this place i think i might have to like you know buy my own island and call it Exlandia, and we'll have different laws and everything and you know just so you know for for in case you're mormon and you want to come to Exlandia, you will be able to watch porn there but in the privacy of your own home and don't bring it out to the rest of the world yeah, I make these jokes about it. I've never, and Grant can tell you, I've never been really too much of a proponent on porn. Like, I, when I, yeah. when I came to, when we came to Howard the first year, I had that big tape, and I never watched it, you know, because I just thought it was like, I, I'm just more into actually making my own and doing my own and watching it, I think it's kind of creepy, you know, to just sit there and watch the same tape over and over and over and over. But, you know... And um, Utah, it just makes you normal. So on that case, Orlando, you're a fucking freak because you're not watching enough porn. You're not watching enough.
0: Yeah, you're, 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 I'll be a freak then. I, I'm good. I, 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 I prefer the real thing. I prefer to do the real thing than to watch it. There you like, go. You know, there, there, there's my freak number.
1: There you go. And not missionary, I'm sure. Mr. Orlando Walters. Point in trouble.
2: No missionary in COVID times.
1: No missionary in COVID. Don't you think we see we've seen enough of each other? Anyway, point in trouble. (laughs) Love you guys. Peace. All
2: right, follow.